Good morning, it's the Workers Beat. I'm Gene Lance and the beautiful redhead. Bonnie Mathias, good morning. And of course, Workers Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families. We start with stuff you can do. News you can use. October the 23rd at 10.30, the Relay for Voting. This is a big. This is a big March deal. When is that? T- that t- arrives at the national capital. Is that after, today? That's mm, today. After yeah, it's in a few minutes, and that is after traveling from Harper's Ferry in West Virginia. Wow! No kidding. So they're standing up for voting rights. As, you think Joe Manchin can't went with them? I'm just asking for a friend. I don't think so. <laughs> this is for people who sincerely want. Uh, oh, they really want voting oh, rights. Oh, okay, good. October the 26th at 1 p.m., the Texas AFL-CIO Executive Board meets in Austin. Yes, we do. October the 27th, the Texas AFL-CIO Golf Tournament at Cedar Hills Golf Club. It's it's at Crystal Falls in Leander, which is out in the beautiful hill country uh, not far from Cedar Park. Well, this says Cedar Hills Golf Club. Well, that's not correct. It's Crystal Falls. Crystal that's Falls. okay. Okay. And if you want, if you, I don't know if it's too late to get in on it, but uh, you can uh, send an email to me uh, at vicepresident.dallasaflcio at gmail.com. I don't play golf, so I'm not. I don't either, about it. but I'm going because I volunteer. I've never quite approved of golf. For, well, I don't. You know, I, I hand out uh, t-shirts. <laughs> That's well, my job. You know, all those UAW guys that got into trouble with. The, oh, the cigars and the golf and it the, was golf. Yeah, it was golf that yeah, was, that was that their was, big downfall. Ooh. On October the 28th at 6 p.m., the Dallas School Board meeting at 5151 Samuel Boulevard. Now, the uh, employees of the school district want you to show up and support wear them. Wear red. And wear red T-shirts. They can sign up to speak on a non-agenda, a non-agenda item by calling 972-925-3720. That, so they can speak in favor of the working people of the school district. Yeah. On December the 3rd is the next possible government shutdown. (laughs) So look forward to your next crisis. Pending. Your next crisis is pending. (laughs) Is looming. Speaking of of school district employees, did you see the big (gasps) op-ed from Rosie Kurtz? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you. I, I write a lot of letters to the editor, and I have never, ever gotten an op-ed published. An op-ed is like a half a page yeah. in the morning news. Uh, it was excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did a great job yes, on it. Yes, she did. So that was very good, and congratulations to Rosie Kerr. She's been on this program, Yes, by she the has. Way. I have a video of her talking on this program. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has paid his first voter fraud bounty. We, we criticized him because he said he was going to pay $25,000 for, for examples of voter fraud. He did this about the middle of 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Well, he's finally paid somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went to a progressive poll worker in Pennsylvania yep. whose tip led to a single conviction of illegal voting in Pennsylvania. Yep. By a registered Republican. Yep. And I got his that. wife died. 
I got that in the morning. News. No, he went. Is, is no, this a different a one? This is oh, a there's story. a different one too. There's one where the guy's wife died, and uh, he went. Uh, he went and voted for himself, and then he went back with like a ball cap and some glasses or something and voted her ballot. Jesus, dude, come on. Well, is it, and he's a Republican. Just let me throw this that was out. in. Uh, this was in uh, Nevada. <laughs> and uh, what the guy did was he went to the voting uh, authorities and said, hey, my wife voted and she died in 2017. So somebody had caught this. And he said, well, my gosh, somebody has stolen my wife's ballot and this terrible voter fraud. And it was picked up by all of the right-wing cons- right oh, conservative yeah. radio stations yeah. and television stations. And they were all saying, now, this proves that voter fraud is real. This terrible, terrible voter fraud Horrible. went on here in Nevada. And this, this man has found out that his dead wife turned in a ballot. Wow. And it got caught in the system. You know, they found out. Mm-hmm. So today they revealed that it was him who done it. <laughs> he was the guy. Who voted for his dead wife, and they should have known because he works for a company that works for Mr. Trump. Oh my lord! Yeah. People, people, people! That should have been that should have been the tip off all along. Well, it should have. You should call us and tell us what you think. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I'm going to sign off of Facebook Live because you need to, you need to call and talk to us. Nobody's listening this morning. Are y'all sleeping or what? Wake up. Come on, 972-647-1893. Did y'all get uh, did y'all get wore out from Reverend Barnett's show or what? <laughs> and we're not talking that, okay? No, we're not going there. Not this morning. Texas is crazy though. You know, I've got friends all over the world, and and some of them, I have a friend in Sweden who, who he was actually my very very first Facebook friend. He is a community organizer in Sweden, and he travels all over Europe all the time. And he's just a wonderful man, and uh, he thinks we're insane. He thinks our our government is just out to to lunch, and he's scared for us. And uh, what do you think? you agree with him? I'm kind of scared for us, too. 972-647-1893. If you're scared for us, you can call and give us, give us your opinion. They found Christina Nance. She was reported missing two weeks ago. She was found dead inside a police van parked outside the law enforcement offices in Huntsville, Alabama. What? I got that from the Daily Cost. Oh, my God. And I want to mention Kelsey Warren. Kelsey Warren is the pipeline mogul of Dallas, the guy who owns all these pipelines that you see keep seeing in the newspapers. He lives in Dallas. Oh, and he come. has found out we found out that he has the statue of General Lee at his golf resort in Lajitas. In Terlingua. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in the it's in the desert. It's a very nice statue. <laughs> yeah, it looks great out there. Uh, and they took it out of General Lee Park and renamed the park. So in Dallas they don't have no General Lee Park anymore, but Mr. Kelsey Warren still has it. Three of the white men accused of murdering Ahmed Arbery are set to begin their trial. I believe they did uh, jury selection he this was, week. He was guilty of jogging while black, yeah, yeah. and they chased him down and shot okay, him. Okay, we have a call. We need to tell him. Tell him. Come on. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Hello? Uh, Ian Bonnie. Are you there? Uh, 
Can you hear me? I can't hear. I hear you. Go ahead. You you're you're on the air. Okay. Okay, you can hear me now? I can't. Uh, okay. We hear you uh, fine. Yeah, this is this uh, cheap Motorola phone, made, you know, American technology, whatever. But anyway, anyway yeah, what uh, what about the, uh, the, the president uh, supporting the striking workers? That's, it is odd, isn't it, to have a president yeah. of the United States in support of the strikers? And there are there are a lot of strikers. I read this morning that there are 160 strikes uh, around the nation uh, that have been called in October. So they're calling it Striketober. What do you think about it, brother? Well, uh, you know, labor has to. Uh, I mean, nobody can live off of seven dollars an hour, right? And and uh, eight dollars an hour mm-hmm. or twelve dollars an hour. I mean, they talk about this from child care on down. You know, the child care workers yeah. are not getting paid enough, so nobody wants to do child care. So the people that have the other jobs can't find anyone to take care of their child. Mm-hmm. And and when they tried to do the fifty dollar an hour minimum wage, uh, you know the Republicans, you know as usual, they shut down anything that's going to help the working people. Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm uh, afraid so you're right. What, what, what happens is, you know, now that the pandemic has created all these different issues, workers are now in demand, mm-hmm. and they have to make sure they get their. Uh, you know their their need their needs satisfied because if things get back to whatever you would consider normal, the status quo mm-hmm. is going to try to reestablish itself, and you know so you got to get what you can get while you have the opportunity. So you think the strike wave is a good thing then? Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean these people are top of these corporations and these owners they make trillions of dollars off of the working man's labor. Mm-hmm. But a trillion dollars is not enough. I need a trillion, twenty dollars if I can take twenty dollars from your pocket if you're working. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the greed is 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 evil. Yeah. Yeah. How much money do you have to make before you can say, okay, well, I can pay this guy twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah. I'm worth a hundred million dollars. <laughs> How about this? The wealthiest ten percent of Americans own eighty nine percent of all stocks, and that's a record high. The United States, the the billionaires' wealth surged 70% or 2.1 trillion just during the pandemic and the billionaires are now worth 5 trillion dollars wait uh, did uh, I got a question I'm a little tongue tied go ahead brother did you make like did you get rich during the pandemic I'm just asking <laughs> there, there, there are only four black billionaires in America as opposed to 400 of other different ethnic groups. Yeah. So Isn't that crazy? Do you think that that, that mm. well, it's not necessarily crazy. It's race-based on the country, you know, the way it's founded. Yeah, no systemic. Question. It's no absolutely right. systemic. Right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I did not get... No, I did not get rid of Well, all right. Well, well, me go ahead and make your final statement. We got some people waiting. Well, I'm glad somebody else is trying to call now. But, yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, these, these billionaires with all these hundreds of billions of dollars who don't want to pay the worker $20 an hour, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't stand for that. You have you know, you have to say, look, you pay us what we, what we deserve or we, we can't work for you. Right. Because you have billions of dollars. So, so, so the fight is on, and it's a good thing. 
Okay, appreciate Thank you. Appreciate Thank you your so call. much. Have a great well, week, bud. And you can call at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good, uh, good morning. Good morning. Bonnie. Good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I'm headed to another funeral. Oh, oh man. No. COVID? It's a week, man. But uh, I've been studying a lot about Dr. Henry Clark. He died in 98, and I'm Ben Sotoma. I'm studying uh, somewhere here tonight. You uh, uh, But here's what I found out. America, if they don't change, I'm coming to everybody. I'm coming to all you, you people, clan, and all you people. We headed to hell on a rocket ship. And you know why? And, and, and we also, well, we got to be unraveling. This country is unraveling. Mm-hmm. But this ain't the first time they've done in history if you know about Babylon and the Roman Empire. But here's the key. Our only safety is when we start loving one another. Start, if you would become a real Christian nation mm-hmm. and go by the Bible whether you believe in it or not, love doing others as you have doing each other, regardless of the race, because it's not about only one race. And that's what we got to realize. If we don't, this country, we don't stop and say, hey, the people at the top got all the money, and, and, and who's controlling the oil, who's controlling the wealth, who's controlling the land, who's controlling everything? Here's the key. They got more money than they they, uh, than the, they trying to get this infrastructure bill. And guess what? All of a sudden, you go to Walmart and these places, and somebody say, Wayno? You say, what is that? <clears throat> they stand that Walmart saying, I'm trying to stop it. But they really is not. You know, it's a kind of old trick play we used to play when we played poker. It's not if we doing one thing and hiding the hands doing another. So I just want the country to keep a can on here because it's the only hour we get. All they right. <laughs> Thank you we very much, appreciate that Mike. so much. It. You can Thanks. call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Bonnie and Jean. Good it's morning. Uh, Corey. I've called in before. Yeah, hey, Corey. Yeah, I wanted to talk a bit about these strikes that are going on and how this is uh, potentially going to be a boon to the nation, you know, and how we should all be, I mean, fired up about this. All but, right. You know, I don't know if y'all got the, the details on the John Deere strike in particular. Yeah, Gene's you know, UAW. Yeah, there's 10,000 on strike right now. In three states, and, I believe. Uh, I think it's more than that. I think it's like six states. Okay. There, There's plants all over the country striking, you know, mm-hmm. and so John Deere is set to do like, the reason that they're striking, it's very legitimate reasons. I've heard on MSNBC, they say, oh, these workers are making $60,000, $70,000 a year. I literally heard on MSNBC them downplay mm-hmm. this strike as though this is no big deal. They always do that. They always find somebody that, somebody that worked seven days a week, uh, 12 hours a day, and, and and made a decent living, you know, made a, made a pile of money. You may want to try another uh, another. Uh, Person there on MSNBC because I watch it pretty regular and I didn't hear that that well, version. Well, I, 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 it was someone they brought on when they were talking oh, about okay. it. And mm-hmm. they, were, they, were, they were trying to counter this, but they they're they're re- on track to make record profit. Yep. They just rewarded their CEO with a hundred and sixty percent wage increase. Yep. They gave their investors a seventeen percent quarterly dividend. That's, That's right. Just in one quarter, mm-hmm. you know, and and they're and these workers after six years are getting about two dollars more yeah. in an hour. They've got a three tier system. They've got employees that started before nineteen ninety seven with wonderful deals, wonderful deals, and then there's those after those to a certain year who have a 
you know, less attractive benefits package. Right. And then there's a third tier now, which is even worse. That's the one and that so, they're fighting. They're trying to fight that third tier. That's exactly right. Because they that's know, I mean, they're trying to fight for not only their future, but their children's future. Uh, this, this, this highlights yeah, uh, the, absolutely. The different, the, the, that you know, what the, my issue with the media currently is they're always they're always highlighting a conflict line, you know. And I think y'all know that I'm more of a right wing type person, but I align with the working class more than I do with Republicans or Democrats. And as soon as we quit worrying about these conflict lines, like who didn't wear a mask or what statues wear or what what someone said in a comedy special, we, we we're, we're 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 focusing on these differences that 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 are important. But we, we need to have solidarity as a class. Uh-huh. You know what? Here's what I'm thinking. It's break time. Solidarity, uh, Let's make uh, solidarity around democracy. What do you say? I'm, I'm for it. All right. The best way to do that is to empower the working class. There right you on. go. Thanks right, for calling, course. brother. Have a great weekend. Have a break time. Back on the workers' beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Are people still waiting, Pierre? Do we still have someone waiting? Yes, we have a couple of callers. Okay. Yes. All right. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, and thanks for waiting. Okay, no problem. So, y'all were talking earlier about things that are, uh, you know, potentially worrying. And what's got me worried is we've seen disruptions to the supply chain recently, right? A mm-hmm. whole bunch of them. Bonnie says there's a chicken shortage. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's really pointing out the flaws of the just-in-time supply model. Mm-hmm. It, the, the model is great when, you know, you can predict everything that's going to happen. But when you have multiple black students, you have, you know, no way to keep the system running. And historically, like the Bronze Age, we've seen multiple civilizations collapse when the interconnected train road breaks down. Mm-hmm. We live in a pretty, we live in a very, very interconnected world. We can't survive without global trade. That's just how things have been built up. So what we really should do is build redundancy into the trade system rather than just chase the profit margin, you know, all the way to the bottom and cut every single little bit of redundancy out of that. Yeah, you might, you might need to clarify that. You mean by redundancy, you mean that there, instead of having just-in-time inventory, that people should have more, more, for example, more car parts on hand. Is that right? Exactly. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing super extreme, but, you know, don't just keep no stock and rely entirely on mm-hmm. the supply chain. Yeah. So that would, that would solve the problem that we're having right now with the supply chain. We appreciate it's it very much. Help. And you can call it us, too. You can call us too at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for call, calling KNON. Hello. You're on the Good air. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks Good morning, for waiting. Good morning, Bonnie. Hey, how are you? Hey, this is Joshua. Hey, Joshua. I, a, I'm calling to report a victory in Denton for workers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's yep. incredible. I was just about to read that. Go ahead. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, ma- we've managed to uh, get the former mayor... Uh, Chris Watts off of the board of the Transportation Authority here, <laughs> and he's he's the one. We got it. City Council uh, voted. Uh, it was four to three to get him off the the council wow. uh, to get him off the board. He's the guy who's been pushing this privatization scheme, where they're trying to cut all the bus routes and replace them with these um, 
minivan, Uber type minivan, mm -hmm. that people need to use a phone to, to book a ride. Gosh. And uh, so he's he's gone. <laughs> and uh, we are really pleased about that. You had uh, called about that earlier, and you had said that that this was one of your goals. And I saw that uh, Ed Sills, the Texas uh, AFL-CIO communications director, said that there was one person especially who deserved credit, and his name was Joshua Hatton. <gasps> no! You're a star, yeah. Josh! Oh, my gosh, no, Joshua! No, I can't, I, I can't take credit for anything other than uh, helping to organize. Uh, that's that's a lot. We've gotten dozens, dozens of emails from uh, from people in the community supporting every every single call to action we've made. We've had heavy, heavy support, and we, you know, the, the the people who the elected officials have had to respond. That's wonderful. Some of them want to, but many of them had to respond. And you know, the the that's we can, we're going to celebrate our victory here a little bit, but um, we've got one more battle coming up. Uh, the way we're talking about it is. We've been uh, we've been bitten by a rattlesnake, right? We we managed to kill the snake, but we got to suck out the venom. Oh God! The, ven the venom, unfortunately, this uh, this plan to put in these Uber type things got through. Oh. So we've got this we've got these this this it's called Via. Via is the corporation. It's a multinational corporation in New York City is running these vans here and paying people a lot less than than the bus drivers in uh, in the union. Um, we're making for the buses. So the bus, the bus drivers are still threatened, um, and so we're not going to stop fighting until uh, until they get them basically off death row. Uh, how do people get in touch extension. with? How do people get in touch with you if they want to help uh, with uh, no bus cuts? Yeah, it's uh, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. We've got uh, at no bus cuts Denton, and also uh, our uh, email is no bus cuts Denton. At gmail.com. So I, I've been, we've been talking about this. This is the first time I, I, I can ever, I've ever read about a person who, who came in and tried to privatize an industry or privatize an area, actually paying a price for doing it. I love we it. Got this guy. Yeah, he's the former mayor, six, six years of mayor of Denton, mm -hmm. now disgraced, pulled off. Board of the DCTA. Well, so congratulations. Who helped us. congratulations. I'm so proud of you guys. That is awesome. Great work, Joshua. And Great if you live work. in the Denton area, you can get involved with No Bus Cuts Denton and help uh, stop privatization there. That's we got people awesome. waiting. Thank Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, Joshua. All right, solid. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Are you there? Mm, we lost that okay. one. Okay. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Yes, good morning, Bonnie G. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Yes. yes I, I thought that was me a while. That you couldn't hear me. Anyway, uh, no, uh, I agree. It's an exciting time and, and uh, for unions and, and just for us to stand up for what we deserve, whatnot. I myself was a union member for 40 years for IBEW. All right. And... And, but here in Texas, it was really extremely hard yeah. to negotiate and whatnot because of the, 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 the shape we're in here in Texas. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I'm excited like Corey and whatnot. He, he allowed himself, you know, he's more, more far right than anything else. And I, I don't see how, but anyway, as long as he supports the union, that's fine. But uh, it, because uh, in this state, it is really difficult, difficult to, to organize, even organize. Yes, it much is. Less anything else. Yes, it is. 
but uh, I'm more progressive, like you said, like I said, more progressive than anything else because of this. But I'm, I'm, it's a happy time, and, and uh, it, it, it's a time to, to call to arms. I mean, let's all get involved. We've got, call, we've got to fight for voting rights for a everyone. Call to yeah. arms. Yeah. A call to arms. A call to, a call to arms for democracy as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to hear far right people say, "Hey, I'm for democracy," but I don't hear any any one of them say that. Funny, I don't either. Isn't that funny? Bonnie Isn't has a funny? Bonnie has you know? a theory about that. Well, Bonnie uh, wants everybody to organize around democracy, right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, if that means talking about voting rights, that's okay. However, we have to frame it. We have got to get together and build coalitions with right, left, middle. Everybody for voting rights, okay. or we will lose our democracy. Yeah, it doesn't matter what, what, where you stand or whatnot, but you ought to stand, no matter what your affiliation, for democracy. That's All right. right. And, you know, we got to we got to move on because we got people waiting. Thank you so much. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Kano in. Thanks for waiting. Yes. Thank you. Hello. All right. Am I on the? Yeah, you're on. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, I sent a uh, text over to, uh, you know, uh, contact you guys so you have my personal information. But all the voting problem I have is, you know, I still got my uh, Dallas County elections uh, form. Now, I'm disabled, so I have to get this done every time the first of the year or whenever there's an election. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to get it in in time because I have some two blocks, and that's why I was hoping maybe uh, Bonnie and her contacts that her political affiliation can maybe do something like this to help turn around Texas and its violations at that. Um, so my name is Marcus, um, and the fact is that I'm disabled in a wheelchair, and I've been trying to make this mailed out, but the two things is, I, in my complex, I live in zip code 75231 here in Dallas, uh-huh. and I cannot get, there's no mail spot to mail out the Dallas election, county elections form. Okay. Uh, back to the official card, they gave me like a half full card you mail back in, it's a short form. And then so I have no subject, and to do so, I have to since mail it out through the leasing office, but the leasing office is locked because that's not because I have the mail up because they're showing apartments. You see, it's going kind of like yeah, it's like so. I mean, so the the that Trump's is uh, you know a, a post office general is happy about not being able to have a slot for access. So and then also then you know the attorney general, of the state of uh, Texas, Abbott's buddy is uh, packed and is happy that I'm not able to get into a door to get this mailed out. So I guess this is a really true form to stop voter fraud. If you stop democracy and not people are not able to vote, you have definitely going to stop voter fraud. So if they stop stop voting, they're not really worried about fraud. They just want to stop voting. That's that's right. That's Mm -hmm. exactly right. Brother, Mm -hmm. I think you you sent me all your information uh, in that message. Let me me hook up with you on Monday, if that's okay. Yeah, whenever I'm available. Okay, and we'll get we'll get you taken care of. Okay. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I think I for you know, think I'm doing this too because there's other people you know, that don't have a voice. And you have a voice on the radio, like through me to do this. And like, if I'm having this kind of problem, I'm sure there's others that are having this situation. Yes. And if we can overcome that or get some kind of a court order where they have to supply people access to mail and U.S. mail and their services, since they're putting up other blockades and detours to avoid it. That's a, that's a very good point. I want to get I want to get your information from Bonnie too yes. because 
the Alliance for Retired Americans has a lawsuit against the state of Texas on the subject of voting rights. So they... I'm signing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Excellent. Okay. So Bonnie, thank you've you got so it. much, Marcus. You have his information. I will give thank you. I'll you have time. it by the you end of the keep show. Up the good work. I support KON with funds. So I appreciate your efforts. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you so much. While That's great. Talk, while we're talking about voting rights, we need to get this in. Texas uh, new. The new person in charge of oh, voting God. rights in Texas... Hold on your stomachs, folks. ...has been appointed by Governor Abbott, and he appointed a man named John Scott, mm -hmm. a Fort Worth attorney, mm -hmm. who represented former <laughs> President Donald Trump in a lawsuit challenging the 2020 election That's results in right. Pennsylvania. So he will now be the Secretary of State in charge of elections in Texas. Doesn't that make you feel all warm and this fuzzy This is one inside. of the guys... One oh. of the guys who tried to overturn the last election that's right. is now, now going to be in charge of the next right. election. That's right, boys and girls. And doesn't okay. that just make you want to slap Hot Wheels even harder? You know what I heard this morning on Reverend Barnett's show? He called Governor Abbott Hot Wheels. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just think that's funny. Let me make it clear that the new Secretary of State in Texas is one of the people who tried to overturn the elections last year. Get that get that straight, folks. He is now our attorney general. He was one of Trump's attorneys, okay? John Scott, Abbott's pick to be the state's next chief election administrator, gained notoriety by representing Donald Trump in court during the former president's attempt to overturn the 2020 elections. Scott was also the state's leading attorney in defending the initial Texas voter ID bill, which was overturned by federal courts as intentionally discriminatory and resulted in the awarding of millions of dollars in attorney's fees to the plaintiffs. Now, Texas' already chaotic Secretary of State's office will be headed by someone intent on paving the way for Trump's big lie. This is all comes from the Lone Star Project. And he says, from the Lone Star Project, Scott comes after Abbott fired previous Secretary of State Ruth Hughes mm -hmm. for defending Texas 2020 election results. That's right. She called yeah. the cycle smooth and secure. It was. Before Hughes, Abbott's Secretary of State, David Whitley, led a botched voter purged <laughs> that threatened to kick nearly 100,000 legal voters off the voter roll. Yeah, he got busted before he was able to do that. But trust me, folks, I want you to know you need to check your voter registration. I've received two phone calls this week from early vote judges that have had people come in who have been taken off of the rolls for whatever reason. The they will tell you why, but you have to, you've got to re-register. If you have been kicked off, you've got to re-register. And continuing from the Lone Star Project, he said the effort was such a mess that a federal judge said the effort exemplified the, quote, power of government to strike fear and anxiety and to intimidate the least powerful among us, end quote. Right. And that's from the statement by the Lone Star Project. All right. Hey, this is KNON. Thanks for calling. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Where'd you go? I don't know. Give us a second, will you? We got to breathe. 972-647-1893. <laughs> That's us. We've had several people call about the uh, strike wave. 
Yes. Kellogg Company, they make cereal, Fruit Loops and other cereals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They made $1.76 billion in profits Whoa. last year. And they're refusing to negotiate a fair contract. There's about, I think there's about 1,500 of them on strike. Well, you know, Nabisco tried that. Isn't that the Oreos? Nabisco was the Oreos, right? Mm-hmm. We beat them. Then we beat them. Okay, mm-hmm. now we got that caller back. Okay, thanks for calling. Hello? 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 Yes. I have a question about the lieutenant governor's son that he set up for vote, mm-hmm. voters uh, fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was an article that uh, they paid out $25,000 to an uh, individual in uh, Pennsylvania for reporting fraud. Mm-hmm. Is That's that true. Taxpayers' monies that the lieutenant governor is using for that. Well, I'm sure it's not his. <laughs> I'm positive it's not his money, so I would pretty much think that it would be our money. Go ahead, brother. Well, the thing is, uh, if uh, they can come up with that kind of monies for something as dumb as reporting fraud and give someone $25,000 of monies for that, what else are they using taxpayers' monies for? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, quite it's honestly, scary. It's, it's whatever they want. I mean, it's just, it is ridiculous and terrifying in Austin, Texas. Uh, the young woman who just, uh, uh, the party just hired to be our executive director, she's been down there, and she said this is the worst legislative session she has ever, ever been involved in. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. People are rude. They're mean. They're just downright mean and nasty. Got anything else, brother? You want to say anything else? Uh, no, it's just that uh, $25,000 is uh, really a waste. Of, if it's taxpayers' money, it's a waste of taxpayers' money for the lieutenant governor to come up with another crackpot idea of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was, uh, in, it was in Pennsylvania, and it was a Republican. <laughs> okay, we have to take a break. Thanks so much. Be right okay. back. We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance, and people have been waiting. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. You're on the good air. Good morning. How you all doing? Hey, good, good morning. morning. I just think about it. I read an article in the paper this morning about the $25,000 ad or old tax over the planet guy. I hear, I've been voting for it. Of course, it wasn't that many voting for it. I know it, but I've been here open. Back in back in the day, when uh, people that voted did vote, they voted. I, I don't figure how how can somebody vote vote? Because every time I went vote, I had to show my ID who I was. Right. Right. And they all about voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud. It's always gonna be there. If it is, they ain't gonna stop it. Yeah, you're right about that. It's uh, they're beating a dead horse, aren't they? Listen, uh, there's a really good statement from the Communication Workers of America, President Chris Shelton, and he said, quote, 
Brothers and sisters, we have been through hard times together before. We will not give up, and we will not let up. I know you will keep on fighting until every job is a union job, and every worker is treated with respect and dignity. You go along with that? See, that's me have to be, but I don't know what it is. I've been on a bad job, good job too. Mm-hmm. But you've been fighting. You've been fighting all your life, and uh, and I think you would agree that the fight is going to go on. Yeah, it's it gonna go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about when they get to holler about that nigga lie. Cause I saw one of the guys, I watched him back in the neck of the day, and they were telling him about, if he tell the truth about the name here and all that, I know one day when a lady told me, he wasn't no holy cross. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, Lord. We got to move on. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Have a great one, man. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? You're on the air. Hello. Yeah, good morning. I got a couple of questions. Uh, when we talk about wanting everyone to have the right to vote, which was never the original intent of this nation when we wrote the Constitution, Bonnie and Jean, do you mean do you mean everyone should have the right to vote? Everyone? Go ahead. What's the other question? Well, what I'm saying is, we we say that we want these people to vote and these other people to vote, but mm-hmm. we don't talk about the murderers and the and the and the money launderers and all that people that are in jail. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion, everyone over 18, whether you've committed a felony or killed 17 people, if you're still alive, you should have the right to vote in America. And I'm All sure right. that will never happen. So that's, that's making oh, it very okay. clear. Oh, there you go. 972-647-1893. People who are convicted felons and they're still on paper. In other words, if they're still on parole, right. they cannot vote in yes, Texas. That's correct. And there's a poor woman that didn't get that straight, and they put her in jail for, I think they gave her five years. Five years, years yes, because... And, and she stood drugs. in line to vote. Yes. Because she just thought it was her responsibility she thought as a she, citizen. She thought she was finished. And that happened in Fort Worth. Yeah. Do we have a call? Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Um, hi, this is Charlotte Conley. I just wanted to recommend ProgressTexas.org for information about the ballot. Oh, what's great. the name of it again? ProgressTexas.org. ProgressTexas.org. Okay, and that'll give you information about the ballot, the ballot fight. Okay. Yeah. I think I've got an email from them. Thanks so much. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for keeping up your show. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 972-647-1893. Bonnie said a while ago that people should check their registration. An easy way to do that if you have a computer is on registertovote.org. And the two is a numeral. Yes. Register and vote are words, but the two is a numeral. Register to vote. Dot org. They will check everything. Yep. You give them your you give them your name and your zip codes. I think. I think and so. They yes. find they tell you whether or not you're registered in the right name and at the right address. Exactly. Because you have to get those things straight. You want to make sure. Yeah. You want to make sure that it's correct. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if something's wrong, they'll help you re-register. And if you're qualified, if you're over 65 or disabled then they will help you uh, make an application to vote by mail. So registertovote.org is a great institution. I don't yes. know who runs it. But I don't it's either. It's absolutely but it is, wonderful. It is. It's really cool, and it's nationwide. So, 
you know, wherever you are, you just plug that in and, and it'll if you, tell you don't have a computer go to the library and yes do it. and they can help you if they're if you're not tech savvy someone at the library will help you you could do the same thing at the uh, texas elections department but that's upstairs you have to ride the elevator so no that's not the texas elections no texas or the uh, dallas county elections department is at 1520 round table road which is at uh, round to uh, Regal Row and I-35. Well, anyway, so it's not upstairs? No. Okay. No. But nevertheless, it's probably closer to go to the library. Yeah. Go to the library and use the computer and ask the librarian to help you. That's go right. to registertovote.org and get it all straight. There you go. So uh, I know we, that uh, the Dallas AFL-CIO is working on voter registration. Yes. And so is the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. Yes. And I'm in both of those. Yes. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Yes, this uh, KNON. Yes. Yeah, you bet. Yes. My name is Raul. I'm afraid that this voting laws that our sitting governor is trying to uh, implement is going to lead to the poll tax eventually hurting the the poor folks, uh, the disenfranchised and uh, non-participants, not because of choice, but because of situation. So it doesn't hit everybody the same. It's hitting poor people worse, right? Yeah, uh, thanks to our sitting governor. He's already signed it. He signed it. It comes. It becomes law December second, twenty twenty one. Absolutely, that's what I'm afraid of. Thank you for your show. Thank you. Thank thank you you so much. Thank you for calling. It's voter suppression, pure and simple. That's what it is, exactly. Uh, It's for the higher folks that have the privileges and everything who are in power that are trying to do that. That's right. That's right. You hit the nail on the head. Keep up the good show. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We need to catch up on Congressman Louis Gohmert. Oh, no. Has he been talking again? He opened his mouth. He opened his mouth, so his foot. His foot. Bye. He opened his mouth, so his foot must be in it somewhere. Somewhere. He said that the January sixth insurrectionists were comparable to civil rights leader John Lewis. Oh my God! He said they were about the same thing. Oh my God! You talk about an insult to everybody that's ever interested in civil rights. He said the people who tried to overthrow the government on January the sixth are the same as the civil rights activists like John Lewis. Thanks, Louis Gohmert. If we, if it wasn't for Louis Gohmert, how would we be entertained? In I Texas? don't know, but I'd certainly like to find out. <laughs> 972-647-1893. Is anybody waiting, Pierre? Okay, well, you can call us then at 972-647-1893, and you still have a few minutes. Here's what Representative Jesus Garcia of Illinois said on the House floor, quote, Safety at work, dignity in retirement, a living wage, these are important issues for everyone. There's a picket line chant that says, quote, if we can't get it, shut it down, end quote. And it's time that working class people did just that. Striketober was a long right. time coming, he okay. said on the House floor. Whoa. I got that from the AFL-CIO right. Daily Brief. Thanks for calling, Kenna Went. Hello? Uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Um, I'm one of those people that agrees with you that we do need more democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so many people 
believe that we have democracy. Hmm. And I think that's very much unfortunate. I think we need democracy in the workplace, uh, democracy in the boat, et cetera, and so on down the line. I want to ask uh, you, uh, Gene and Bunny, you, both of you, what can we do to help more people understand that we don't have a democracy in this country and what should we do? I'm going to hang up and uh, get your answer. Thank you. Okay, we'll let Bonnie answer first. The least, the absolute least that every single one of us can do is register to vote and vote. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the bottom line of democracy, registering to vote and utilizing your ballot. So you can't just, you can't just complain. Yeah, you have to do something. You okay, have we have a caller. Thanks for calling. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good. How are you? All right. Bunny, I spoke with you off the air once before. My name is Renee. I'm not the other Renee, but I'm Renee. I spoke with you off the air before about the voters' uh, mail that I wasn't getting. Yes, ma'am. But this is what I think. This is what I think Abby's doing. He's trying to fix everything for Trump to run and win. Uh huh. That's what I think. Uh-huh. But it's, again, I was wondering. You know, the lady called in. She said, "Go to was it Progress?" Mm-hmm. ProgressTexas.org. ProgressTexas.org. Because I heard this morning on the radio that you need to go in and find out about those propositions because there's some things on there that definitely need to be talked about. And mm-hmm. the voters need to go and read it to make sure that they're voting the right way. Yes. Early and voting is going on right now. That's right. The League of Women yeah, Voters. I know. I know. See, see, what I'm saying is a lot of us don't know about those propositions. Mm. Right. So go on there and keep this on there so you can read them and make sure you're voting the proper way. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, and ma'am. Usually. If you go and do it the early voting, you don't know. You're just going to vote something that you don't know. Well, sure. and, and all the information is out there. Uh, about it, the League of Women Voters has a great uh, setup on their website that uh, goes into details on the pros and cons of each one. Uh, okay. And can, so it, it is helpful. That's what I want to know. You said the League of Women, uh, women, League of voters. women voters. Yes, ma'am. I think okay. they're. Uh, their website might be LWV. Yes, LWV.org. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Okay. Thanks so much. make sure that I'm voting the right way. Y'all have a good day. Thank okay. you. You too. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. 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 Hi, my name is Jean. I heard you talking about someone's been dropped, uh, went to vote, and their name was dropped off. Yes. Okay. I went to vote on Friday and early voting. Uh-huh. And I was told, you know, the little cards that they send you through the mail. Yes. You won't no longer be getting those. They'll be using your driver's license. So Is if you right? haven't voted in any of the uh, elections, like the proposition going on now, mm-hmm. you're subject to be dropped off off of the uh, the list. They're going so to purge you. They'll purge people. Pardon? They've they already they've already done a big purge. It was yeah, done purge. by the Secretary of State. Right, so it, it behooves people to go on and vote in this proposition, any election, because if you don't vote in this election, then when it comes to, uh, for the big election in 2022, possibly you will be purged. Well, that's why and we're that's making sure we want everybody to check their voter registration and and now if you check it now you have plenty of time to get things under control before the uh the primary start right that's right. real important yes ma'am right. 
Yes, right. ma'am. I think that really needs to be stressed to the public that that's important that they do it now. Yes. They have time. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much. Good advice. Okay. Thank you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. But we are running, running short, short of time. Time is, is anybody waiting? Short. Okay, well, let me get some of this other stuff in. Some more news you can use. The latest version of the legislature's congressional redistricting oh, map. God. There's only one good thing in that. <laughs> and that what was that? <laughs> and that is that uh, Sheila Jackson Lee and Al Green were not going to have to run against each other. Oh, okay. Those well, two that's very good. progressive black Yes, that is a good thing. Yes. Uh, if you've seen the districts, if you've seen the maps, you may be shocked, especially if you live in District 33 where I live because District 33 looks like they took a paintball and threw it up against the wall or maybe an egg or a couple of Is that of, the one that goes like that, that looks like a snake that goes it like looks all like the a, way through the city? Maybe a tarantula or something okay, with eight different good. legs. Okay, well, that's good. But uh, they have driven, they have uh, filed their uh, maps and uh, Maldef and a lot of other people are filing lawsuits yep, against it. Yep, lots of folks filing lawsuits. You know, this is a mess. Mm-hmm. They have made a mess of everything. I'm no longer in Eddie Bernice Johnson's con- congressional district. Mm-hmm. I'm now in 32. Is that right? Uh, I'm no longer in uh, Tony Rose's district. I'm now in Victoria Niaves. And folks, this is all understand school boards are redrawing their lines. The city council are redrawing their lines. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the county commissioner's lines may be redrawn as well. Guys, we have to pay attention to what they're doing. My friend Bill Betson, he did a map a few years ago when they redid the council districts that were so much more comprehensive than what they're doing now. Uh, folks, white people are in the minority in this state. Yet there is not one district that was drawn to reflect that. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, the uh, white men are continuing their domination. Every by, every single district, yep. With trick maps, the yep, Texas right. a, the Texas AFL-CIO has made it clear that they continue to impose to oppose all of the redistricting maps. Oh so, God. labor is on your side. Yay! On trying to have <laughs> voting rights and to do the right thing. Yes. We're running out of time. Bonnie, got any final statements you want to get in? Please call. Call your senators. Call your senators. Explain to them what's happening in their state. Explain to them their constituents' right to vote is being stripped away. Explain to them how you feel about voting rights. Okay, we'll be, we'll be back next week. Thank you, say, thank you, everybody, and give us a goodbye, Bonnie. Thank you. Goodbye, Bonnie.